This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 3-2. And Pedroia hits it on the ground right at Altuve. Second baseman up with it. Throws to first. And that is the ball game. And that is the division series. The Houston Astros are going to the American League Championship Series. Now, another Astros podcast. They beat the Boston Red Sox 5-4 and win the series three games to one. A celebration at Fenway right behind the pitcher's mound. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch, getting to the American League Championship Series for the first time in club history and did it in dramatic fashion with that big win in Game 4, scoring three runs last couple of innings off of Chris Sale and Craig Kimbrell, two, two of baseball's best. They're really impressive. Yeah, no, it was a great way to finish that series, you know, clinching at Fenway in four games, uh, taking care of our business here at home, and then winning on the road was uh, was a great finish. And then obviously another challenge presents itself. We're four wins away from the World Series. Uh, our guys are excited. They're prepared. And, and I'm happy that we're opening up at home. You know, you look at what the Astros did against the Yankees, had success against them. But that was May and June. That seems like that was eons ago, doesn't it? It does. You know, it, we don't see these guys a lot. And, and, and that comes with its own challenges. They've even changed. We've changed. Uh, I think a lot of the games that we play uh, in season, especially that early in the season, uh, are rather irrelevant. I mean, we had some good games. We obviously hit Tanaka around a little bit. We hit Severino around a little bit. October baseball is a little bit different. I don't think you can rely on, on on too much moving forward. What are some of the challenges that this Yankees team poses? You know, their bullpen's really good, and but their starters get a little disrespected, and they shouldn't. They can they can put up zeros with the best of them. They got a ton of power. They they do have some swing and miss. There are some ways to to navigate their lineup, but they're a quick strike offense, very similar to us in 2015, where they walk a little bit, they strike out a little bit, and they hit the home run a lot. And they they've got some big boys in the middle of their order uh, that can do some damage. You know, they uh, their bullpen when they have the lead is very difficult to come back from. We've done it a couple times against them this season. We've seen a couple teams that are that are able to get to their fastball first mentality in the bullpen, uh, but they can really run some power arms at you. How much do you make out of momentum? I mean, it's a Yankees team that uh, came back from a 2-0 deficit. Their last game was just game five two days ago uh, against Cleveland. D- d- does that does that matter at all? You know, it, I mean, it does because they they have a lot of confidence. But, you know, we do too. You know, we yeah. were pretty hot as well. We won three out of four against the Red Sox. We won over 100 games during the season. Our team comes in with a lot of confidence as well. You look out on the scoreboard, there's only one game playing tonight, and that's the two teams that are playing here at Minute Maid. So, um, you know, it – it, it, it takes some confidence in this game to continue this long journey to throughout the playoffs. Both teams are coming in pretty hot. One change to the roster from the division series to the league championship series. Tyler White had been on the roster, didn't get to play against the Red Sox in the division series, replaced on the roster by Colin McHugh, give you a, a 12th pitcher. You felt that was important in, in a longer series? Yeah, it was. I mean, we, we obviously aren't afraid to use our starters in the bullpen, and Peacock's going to be in the bullpen tonight. McCullers will be available. We're not sure who's going to start game four, but um, you know, for us, having that extra arm, we have a chance to play three games next week if it gets to five games. Uh, that presents its own challenges. And, and, and nowadays, especially in the American League, our lineup is pretty set. Having that extra pitcher, that extra matchup is, is what we wanted with Colin. 
you know, you used Justin Verlander in game four in Boston and probably a little easier for you to do that, knowing that you had Dallas Keuchel potentially for a game five on normal rest while I'm not coming to that. And you knew you could have him for, for game one uh, if game five didn't happen, which which is the case. Nice to have kind of two, I don't, I don't know if interchangeable is the right word, but two really good pitchers. No, it is. And, and you have to try to win every game that you have the lead. There's, there's yeah. no tomorrow. I don't care if you have the lead or whether you're trailing in the series. Uh, there's so much, so much of a difference when you when you win games in the playoffs. So, for me, it was an easy decision to use Verlander with the lead. I had Keuchel as a backdrop of our backup plan to, to Game Five. Luckily, our guys stepped up. We win the game, and 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 we start tonight feeling very good about Keuchel in Game One and Verlander in Game Two. AJ Hinch, thanks for joining us. Today's starter, Dallas Keuchel, is my guest here on Astro Launch. This is Steve Sparks in American League Championship Series Game One starter, Dallas. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling good. This is a time where. Where everybody might be feeling a little, a little under 100%, but you just get up for it, just because there's only you're only one of four teams left, and and uh, that's a joint baseball. This is what we play for. Go back a, a little bit, back to the division series against Boston. That last game, man, it was epic. How fun was it just in the in the dugout to watch that? I know you didn't have a lot of pressure, so you could enjoy it. Yeah, it, it was one of the one of the most unique and special games I've ever been a part of, and. And uh, I mean, just a back and forth with with two two great starters, two two great starters that came in as relievers, yeah. um, two great closers, and anything you wanted to to see it had. And, and we're thankful that we came up on top and and uh, really got that that clinch at such a a, a famous ballpark yeah. at Fenway. Can you tell me a little bit about, or just elaborate on you and Justin Verlander's relationship and how it's developed over the last five or six weeks? Yeah, and he's he's a special talent. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But but I think what makes him tick and what makes him great is is his mindset. And, and I've been picking his brain since he's been here, and, and um, we've been bouncing questions off each other. Yeah. And I think it's it's already a unique relationship to where I didn't know what to expect with him coming in. I, all I know all I knew was I wanted him on my team, yeah. and everybody else would say the same thing. So for for us to hit it off that well, and for him to have that much of a of a um, a presence with the other starters as well. Uh, you couldn't ask for anything better. And I, I would envision Dallas the next two years with you two guys. It's almost going to be like a competition. You guys pushing each other, see what you can do to figure out how to beat the other teams. But it can only make both of you get better. Yeah, and as as you you, you know the competition as a lefty, I know I know what a lot of teams like to do. But uh, I also I also see the game. I watch the game when I'm not pitching, and we have so many prominent righties guys with with great stuff yeah. in the rotation already it's almost like I can give him a little bit of, of what I think teams are going to uh, um, try to do against him and, and uh, he's the same way so if we can do that together and then get Lance back to, to health and him back in the rotation next year it's going to be a pretty special uh, threesome. Who, who are the lefties around Major League Baseball right now that you like to watch on television? Well I got to start off with with CC. I mean, he's 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 done it for so many years. Um, what he did against the the Indians was was remarkable. It looked like the looked like the CC back in uh, the early 2000s when he was coming up with the Indians. Um, he reinvented himself too. Yeah, and, and the the old school guys. I mean, the traditional guys, Glavin. Um, I mean, my my guy was Smoltz. He was a righty, but. Um, there's David Price. A lot of these guys are, are a little bit different than I am, but at the same time, I can take bits and pieces of, of, of these guys. Cole Hamels rings a bell, and he's in our division, so it's nice to see that. Martin Perez, just a little bit of everything, and, and uh, it's, it's not always limited to left-handers as well. 
when you face the the Yankees and you've had a lot of success against them in the past, everything's out the window now. You've got to go out there and prove it each time. But why do you figure you've had success against them in the past? That's a good question, Sparky. <laughs> it, it's one Just of execution, location, that's Yeah, that. it's one of those things where the execution, location, command, everything is, is, has been really spot on. Um, attacking hitters... Even though I'm, I'm I'm trying to hit my spot each and every time, I'm not I'm not trying to give in to any hitters. Um, it, it's just the confidence levels at a high. Um, I know those guys inside and out. I feel like they do have a couple lefties that I feel very comfortable with. Even though I respect each and every one of those sure. guys, um, but at the same time, it's it just it's just come together. So I'm hoping to continue that trend today. New wrinkle for you. You got the cut fastball now. You weren't throwing that early in the season. They haven't seen it. What is that pitch doing for you? What does it open up? Well, it's opening up the it's opening up the outside part of the plate again, um, gotcha. but it's also it's also giving them something that they have to be honest with inside as, as righties. And w- once I establish the inside part of the plate, and, and I'm throwing strikes with cutters, and then I'm throwing in off, they lose track of, of what the other half looks like. And if I can get that two seam that moves late, and I can throw it a couple inches off, that that to them is, is going to look like a strike. So if I can get that, yeah, I'm going to have the upper hand all day breakfast this morning what'd you have and what'd you have for lunch i usually like to sleep in a little bit so i might start with lunch but uh the day games that we've had in the playoffs i've i've usually eaten a, a pretty healthy breakfast with carb load pancakes waffles um obviously some eggs and 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 uh either some turkey bacon or some turkey sausage got to go with orange juice but lunch is is pasta 100 either spaghetti or, or penne pasta at some point when you see the Yankees on the other side, does that give you a little boost, uh, concentration, focus, just because of their history? Well, I, I would, I would think yes, but at, the, at this point in time, you're one of only four teams left, so um, anybody you can get up for it. Uh, and and with the pinstripes, the Yankee lore, um, the Yankee fans out there, it's it's, it's going to be nuts, but it's going to be so so much fun. Be some cackle lore after this, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. So you talked the other day about how basically you're starting it with zero hits. Like what happened last series doesn't mean anything. Is that is that an important mindset to have to not worry about what y'all have done done so far as you start this game? Well, that's kind of like my plan, like my mindset. You know, I got a couple hits my last series, but they don't count for this one. So I'm in zero right now. I have zero hits. But then team wise, it's really good to know that you play good against one of the best teams in the big league, you know, the Rexas. So you get a li- you, you get a little conference. You're still humble about your team, but you go like that with, okay, we've been playing good. This is good, good momentum. So I think if you can have a balance of humble with uh, confidence, I think we're going to be good. Hey, Jose, when the Astros acquired Justin Verlander, um, did you think about the postseason? Was it one of the, the first things that crossed your mind? Was that, you know, we got this guy who has more postseason experience than our other pitchers. Was, was the postseason something that, after the trade, you thought about? You know, I remember I was at home that day, and my brother uh, told me, hey, we got him. And I was like, no, we, we didn't. And then he was like, yes, we did. I, I remember I saw my phone, and MLB a bat said, okay, Astros acquired Justin Berlander. And I couldn't believe it. I remember we have a, a, a day off the next day. And I was like, oh, I don't want to have a day off. I want to go play now. I want to see Justin, in, you know, with the Astros uniform. So I think that was kind of my feeling. But I, I know that 
the other 24 guys in, in the team felt the same way about getting Justin Berlander. You know, I, st I mean, I was so excited, and I was like, okay, here we go. It's not a secret that we had a, a good team before him, before, you know, trading for him. But after we did that, it's like, okay, now, now we go. You know, now we, we got everything we need, and I'm really happy we got him. Yeah, you mentioned momentum. Uh, kind of a two-part question. How important is that for you going into this series? And number two, how confident are you whenever Dallas takes the mound? I mean, like I said before, it's really it's it's good to be, uh, you know, to feel that you play good in last series as a team and as a player. You know, the the momentum is you know okay, we're we're doing good. You want to keep helping your team, and you know those guys out there, they only talk about win. They don't. They don't talk about okay. I want to hit a homer. I want to do this. No, no. They just talk, okay. Whatever happens, we have to win this game. And that's what I like. You know, that's what I like about this team. And the other one about Dallas. You know, I, w I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, Dallas pitching tonight. This is great. You know, and and I love when he pitch. He he goes out there and and you know he he plays a hundred percent every time. He's very professional and he likes to pitch and we like to play behind him. To your left, Jose. Hey, Jose, two quick questions. Uh, what, what can y'all carry into this series that maybe y'all learned from 2015, the guys that experienced that? And the second question, if you could talk about uh, the development of Bregman this, throughout the season, going into postseason play and kind of the confidence he carries. Yeah, I think 2015 uh, playoff for most of those guys out there were their first playoff, including me. So I remember the fifth game, we were winning by five runs, I think, in the seventh and we lost that game, so I think now we learned that we have to to complete the 27th out to win the game, and and we have you have to win three games to advance for the second uh, series. Now you have to win four complete games, not like three and a half. You have to win all of them. So that's what we learn. We stay very humble, like I said, but you know we know we have a great team. And and talking about Alex, he hit two homers last series, but they were two. Important homer, like clutch homers. The the first one he hit here was to get the to set the tongue and the, to get the thing going, and the other one against Sal to to tie the game, and then Josh with with his base hit and Carlos Beltran with his double, finish it up. So you know, Alex is is one of the best players that we have in in, in the clubhouse. He's Betty John, but he also likes to to work hard every single day and he is, you know, I like the way he is because he's always looking for more and more and, you know, I'm really happy to have him in my team. To your right, Jose, Tyler. So, <clears throat> Jose, when the Astros had the first pick and they took Correa um, back in, in uh, 12, 2012, 2012 yeah. yeah, how closely were you, you were already in the big leagues, how closely were you paying attention to that draft and what do you remember about the first time you saw him, when did you know he could be a superstar? Uh, well, the the first first of all, I think you know, in a big league, you you know that the draft is coming. You kind of like have an idea who they're going to draft. But uh, when they told me we draft Carlos, I was kind of like you know expecting to see how how he was. He came here, he took a really good BP. I was kind of like surprised. But then he went to the minor league. And start doing like he started doing everything he did, like put some good numbers and play the game the right way. We call him up in 2015, right? Yeah, 2015. And you know, I was like, wow, this guy is amazing. And for me, 
now Carlo Carlo is in like an hour level you know he's one of the best players in the league he's so young he and he has accomplished things that you know they're they're really hard to believe for just being 23 years old to your left Jose Hazel a lot of people Jose look at this series as one that features two MVP front runners. Aaron Judge spoke very highly of you after they won the DS. What about Aaron Judge do you see impresses you and what makes him a good player? So, <clears throat> obviously, he's really strong. You know, he hit the ball way farther than anybody in, in the big leagues. He hit all these homers, but, you know, he plays good defense. He, he did everything to win the MVP in the regular season. But what I like the most about him is how humble he is. I met him uh, in, in the All-Star game, and, you know, he he couldn't believe he was there. He was like, wow, this is awesome. And I was like, yeah, but I came here to, to watch you hit, you know. <laughs> and I'm, I'm happy to be with you. And he, he, you know, he was so humble. And I was like, no, 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 I'm happy to be here with you guys. And, you know, if he wins the MVP, I think, you know, it couldn't happen to a better guy because he works really hard. And I like the way he plays. He hit all his homers, and he he doesn't even pimp the you know he doesn't even pimp it. Not, not never enjoy it. So I was like, wow, this guy is so so good, and he's so humble about it. And you know, maybe another life I want to be Aaron Josh and hit all those homers. <laughs> right here in the center, Mark. This is a question for you, Jose. As a baseball fan, you know I know you're busy and intent on this on your on your series. Do you get a chance to watch the other series? And if you have, uh, what have your impressions been of the postseason this year? No, crazy games. You know uh, the one yesterday. It was nine to eight, and you know the eighth inning finisher out with a, a pickup to first base. Then you know ground ball for double play. Chris Bryant beat her out to first base, and that was. Uh, uh, the key wrong out there, so you know it's been been crazy. I think uh, the game, the other game, I don't remember which one. The uh, Dodgers uh, with uh, with the Diamond Bat, they sweep, and so it's been it's been crazy playoff games. I love it, but I think I'd rather be playing playoff games than watching on TV because watching it, I get too nervous. <laughs> T. Right, Jose, Dan. Jose, if you had a vote, who would you pick for MVP? Probably him, Josh. Yeah. Why? <laughs> because he a lot of homers, a lot of RBIs. He 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 get on base a lot, and like I said, he's I like the way he play. He uh, if I'm a GM, I want him on my team, and because you know he plays the right way, and he's very humble. To right, Jose Sweeney. Jose, you talked about what you and the other players in there learned after 2015. What has Carlos Beltran helped you guys learn with all of his playoff experience? A lot, <clears throat> you know. Carlos is is being in the league for for 20 years and you know he he knows a lot he goes beyond just hitting and and defense he he give you like little details that really help you to 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 keep getting better and develop into the game no i can't because we're about to play a good series <laughs> so they're gonna find out <laughs> jose um the astros will face luis severino tomorrow night he has had an interesting postseason. In the wild card game, he seemed to be nervous. He had a short outing. In the last round, he pitched masterfully against the Indians. The Astros have played well against him. He's a guy who throws 100 miles an hour. What are your thoughts about him as a pitcher and, and your chances against him? You know, it's not easy to, to face Severino. He throws 100 miles per hour, and he has a very sharp slider. So, you know, I know he's been through a lot this postseason. He pitched a wild card game, short outing, but then he came back. Uh, 
to pitch against the Indians. He pitched seven innings, like seven strong innings. So you never take him from Grandin. You you got to go out there and and try to do everything you can to hit it because, you know, like 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 I said, you're gonna you're gonna see a hundred coming out of his hand and. You know, if you try to shoot, maybe he's going to throw your slider. So you got to be ready and just hope that you hit the ball and for a hit. Jose, thanks so much for coming in. We Thank you, guys. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.